Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now today's first entitled parent story is probably one of the most stupid that I've ever read. When OP comes back from getting her first vaccine, her entitled mother decides to stick a magnet to her vaccine arm to see if it would attract. Seriously, let's get into it. A magnet will not stick to vaccine injection hole. Today, I, a 22-year-old female, had my COVID-19 vaccine. When my mum got home, she took a magnet and tried to stick it to my vaccine arm, without asking. When I asked, what are you doing, she said, just checking. Last night, I was told it would give me shingles, I would have heavy periods, I'd be more depressed and kill myself, and that I'm damaging a temple of God, as the Bible says you should not have them as it changes your DNA. This evening, I've been told if I have any symptoms after, then they were right. I have asthma, meaning I have a cough always. I've been told that now I have COVID and I'm gonna hurt them and other people, and I am the reason why it's still spreading. I'm not allowed to talk about the vaccine, as it will annoy my mum's husband, whilst he walks around saying vaccinated people are brain damaged and are all going to hell for having them. When I do talk about it, I'm told I shouldn't try and change their minds, as they don't try and change mine. My mother has since argued how she raised me to be better, and betraying what she believes and wants is a sign I don't appreciate my upbringing and that I'm disrespecting her. Ah, yeah guys, it's gonna be one of those videos, isn't it? I mean, what am I supposed to say to that? Stupidity, let's carry on. All right then, now moving on to our next ridiculous story. Entitled ex-roommate and his free meal scam. Okay, so I have this former roommate who is a prime candidate for r slash neckbeard stories. Maybe I'll do a full series on him there at some point, if I'm feeling ambitious. But for now, this little tidbit will do here. I just finished a 10-hour shift from work and wanted to just go home, shower, eat, and go to bed. I got as far as taking my shower and getting dressed and began to start to think about food. My roommate approached me and asked if I wanted to go to the bar and grill that was right up the road with him for dinner. I really didn't have the energy to cook anything for myself, so that sounded just fine, and I accepted the invitation. So we get there and are seated. He immediately orders a large appetizer and a drink. We then proceed to order our entrees. We wait for them to come out, and I, at this point, am fighting just falling asleep right at the table. We finish our meal after he orders two more drinks, and the waitress comes to give us the bill. She asks, as they do, if the bill is separate or together. I begin to say it's separate, as I didn't expect him to pay for me, but then this happens. He looks at me and says... Um, I don't have any money. So this son of a dog invites me to dinner knowing full well he has no way of paying for his meal or any of the extras that he ordered. 
then sticks me with the bill? Sadly, this is only one of the many and not even the worst things this sorry excuse for a human being has put me through. Again, more later if people are interested. To be fair, normally if someone didn't have their card or, you know, couldn't pay at an actual restaurant, I'd say that's absolutely fine. Just, you know, send me the money later. But I think it's pretty clear from the fact that you've made this post OP and the fact that you're not very happy about it that you don't expect to get our money back anytime soon. What a terrible person. Now, good thing for OP is that they are now entitled ex-roommates. So they've done the right thing and got rid of them or at least moved out themselves. So that's a positive. But yeah, inviting someone to dinner and not having money to pay. Why? Now, moving on to our third story. Entitled neighbor throws a fit that I won't let her in my house to take my alcohol when I'm gone I live in a three-unit townhome. We're all good friends and share keys with each other One of them is my best friend who with my approval enters my house when i'm gone to grab a soda In return, she cooks me food and shares her alcohol with me on weekends Only thing is she has the code to my house alarm This becomes relevant later one day my entitled neighbor who lives in a different building sees her leaving my house and asks what's up My friend tells her what's going on The entitled neighbor thinks we're friends just because i'm friendly to her when she comes around and texts me to rat out the neighbor I tell her it's fine now the entitled neighbor is very obnoxious But we are all nice to her because you don't want crazy people living across the streets The neighbor a week later comes by and asks why I won't give her a key I make up an excuse that it's a safety thing because i'm the only one with a fire extinguisher Which is also a fact The only excuse I can think of now is my landlord won't let me it seemed to shut her up I really do not want her in my house I can only imagine what she'll do in there and her bringing her kids over to see my stuff I have expensive computer equipment. I don't need kids around fast forward a month later She sees me unload a bucket of fireball shots and quickly makes a beeline across the street and asks for some and tries to make friendly conversation I roll my eyes and struggle with the seal and hand her to thanks, babe. Love ya Ah, whatever. It's not a big deal. Meanwhile, she still messages me like friends and I watch her house from time to time while she's gone Last week, i'm at my mum's house when I get a phone call from my home security system company asking if I need police Roommate and key holders have my code and it gives you 60 seconds to push the code even if it's wrong So something is up I rush home and my front door is wide open letting the hot summer air strain my electric bill with two cops inside It's none other than my entitled neighbor standing at the counter and casually saying here she is She lets me in her house with best friends My jaw drops Apparently she has the garage door code to my friend's house where she found my house keys in my friend's house And had the balls to take my stuff when I was gone like she's entitled to it Then she didn't even message me that the alarm was screaming or let me know that she wanted something And she didn't even leave when the cops showed up It took the cops eight minutes to get there So i've got no idea what she was doing poking around with a screaming alarm She broke into two houses like it was no big deal. I demand she leaves not pressing charges because I don't want a crazy angry neighbor My city charges you a hundred dollars if you have an unregistered alarm system So I get a fine from the city. I paid the fee and stuck the bill in her doorway Haven't seen a dime of that yet. She also hasn't asked for my alcohol either since then 
Yeah, honestly, guys, I'm actually myself trying to move out pretty soon. If you don't know, I still live in my family home. And, and this is one of the things that you really can't, you know, predict or even help. If you have a crazy neighbor who does stuff like this, it doesn't matter where you move, right? You're kind of screwed. And that is the thing for me that I'm like, look, I know like right here, I have very nice neighbors and I obviously live with my family. So that is the risk of moving out is that, you know, you're not sure what you're going to get in terms of neighbors. If I've got someone like that living near me or next to me trying to get in my gaff, I'm moving back in here. That's for sure. That's crazy. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now moving on to our final story of today's episode. Entitled ex-wife tried to get me fired over a bank account she wasn't supposed to access. I worked at a small community bank for a time as a banker, opening and closing accounts, completing paperwork, etc. This occurred shortly after we opened our doors again after COVID. An older gentleman, whom we'll call Jim, came in on a random Monday and asked to speak with a banker. I was available and invited him into my office. Once inside, he relayed that he and his wife, we'll call her Karen, were going through a divorce. Jim expressed that Karen had full control over the finances to the point where he didn't even have a checkbook or debit card for the accounts, even though one of the accounts was solely funded by his pension checks. He then informed me that he'd come in to check if Karen had been writing checks off of the accounts as he had a copy of a legal document she had signed stating that she'd only be writing checks off of the account for necessities up until a certain date, which happened to be three weeks prior to Jim coming in. After ascertaining that he was who he said he was, you know, checking his ID, I pulled up the account in question. Since Karen only had checks for the accounts, we could track and view a photocopy of each check written that had been cashed. We discovered that she had continued to spend not only past the date she was supposed to stop, but she'd also been writing checks for non-essentials, also a no-no. Jim then tells me that he was suspicious that this would happen because when they began the divorce process, she'd taken half of the money out of the accounts and was forced to put it back. I could see the transactions in the account history. He wasn't lying. He then asked me what he can do to ensure that she cannot touch his money. I told him that since she has the checkbook for the accounts, taking her off of the accounts wouldn't guarantee that she couldn't touch it. The only option would be for him to close this account and open a new account with only him on it. He decided that he wanted that, so we did it. After he leaves, I continue on my day, updating my supervisor on the situation due to how strange everything was. Well, a few hours later, Karen, who I've never met before, storms in and demands to speak with the supervisor. My boss takes her into her office, and what I was told later was that Karen was demanding I be fired because I was talking badly about her. That's a lie. And that I closed her checking account without calling her to get her consent. My manager explained to her that our policy with joint accounts is that either party on the account can close the accounts without the other party's consent. She also assured Karen that I would never talk badly about anyone, especially someone I've never met. 
Mind you, my boss's office is next to mine with extremely thin walls, so she would have actually been able to hear if I was talking badly about her. She ended up storming out angrily after giving me the stink eye. Bit of a strange one to end on there. To be honest, I kind of blame the bloke in this story. Is that deep? I don't know. Like, if you had lots of money, would you chuck it all into a joint account with your wife? Look, she's your wife fine you expect obviously when you marry someone to be with them for your life but you know divorces happen and they're quite common these days and in the event of something happening like this surely you'd want to have at least like a bit of money that you earn yourself like your pension surely should go into your account first and then you would put you know a little bit or you know a decent amount into a joint account for you for you both to use that's how i would think it would work anyway rather than just chucking everything into a joint account because then you risk this happening and you know it wasn't a great ending was it sounds like a very messy divorce to me and speaking of messy he's the goat just remember that anyway guys that is gonna do it for this one really hope you have enjoyed it if you did and you want more from me right away check out this playlist on screen right there of all my entitled parents videos you know whatever you're doing playing a game going to sleep chilling whatever whack that on and it will make your day a hundred thousand times better and that's an exact stat so click that now all right bye hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.